to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Welcome to the cold show. We did it. We made it. How's it going? We made it. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> Bing made it. Oh, man. I tell you what. I missed you guys. I missed you weeks, guys. Two weeks to me seemed like an eternity. And I know Sandra's like, yes. nah. I felt yeah. like. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> no, I, I think because, I mean, I talk to you guys all the time. I talk to you guys almost every day. We, well, so. I felt like we didn't talk as much. Like there were a few days in there where, you know, I didn't know exactly where you were, what you were doing at that very <laughs> moment. So it's like, what? I wonder, I wonder if she's having like something to drink right now. I wonder how she is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I should have, I should have kept better updates. That's my fault. That's my fault. Well, that and the, the camera I installed in your hallway and bathroom stopped working, apparently. So, well, they stopped I working because I, I, I covered them with paint. So oh, you that's, found them. That's, that's oh. why those aren't working. That's why those aren't working. You found them, damn it. <laughs> my cat's like batting at it. What is this? <laughs> what is that? What is this? I knew my other pay YouTube channel went dark for some reason. So, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of cat. Everybody yeah. can see Jake and Jake's rump. Jake's Here's rump. Jake. It's his little rump. He's so cute. I love that cat. <laughs> he's a he's a clown. I had to I had to redo over the over the break. I had to redo my entire TV entertainment area because we had the TV with a shelf above it in the wall that had a big center channel speaker on it. And Jake decided to find out if I jump on the the, the floor scanning speaker, I can then make my way to the center channel on top and then make my way up into the whatever we have like a ledge kind of weird architectural thing recess in the wall but so in doing that the um shelf started out from the wall yeah you know kind of thing i'm like well if that falls it's gonna break and destroy everything anyway so i had to take which was his goal that probably was his goal yes yeah so but true anyway you had to take that down and i had to so i had to get a gosh darn uh, mount and then lift the TV up, you know, and then put the speaker yeah. below and all this kind of stuff. So, because Jake thinks you watch too much TV, so he, he was like, "That he's like, I can fix this problem and fix this real quick." <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna trash that center speaker channel. <laughs> <laughs> rip that shit off the wall. <sighs> yes. Anyway, but anyway. he's worth it. We love Jake. We love. Jake. Oh, Jake's everything. Jake is actually everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's everything. That cat, I swear to God, he looks like a bag of chips and a kitchen sink. So, because he is everything. Anyway. Uh, what are we drinking before we get into it? Sandra, oh, I, anything okay. for the new year? What'd you, yes, what'd you yes, do? yes. Well, it's something very exciting. I have my favorite liquid death. Oh, okay. And I'm going to be drinking it out of my cold show cup. Oh, oh. nice. Oh. When did I'm you steal that? A while ago, um, <laughs> I took a few other things that didn't seem important or bolted down. So I just all the things you asked for that we didn't and, give you. And I want to feel like like Leo in that meme that like. Oh yes, oh, yes. Leo. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's what Funny I. Funny enough, though, I think 
those glasses I think belong to Sandra. Initially, <laughs> right? I, I think got them I brought for them in. us. They're for oh, the people. Well, okay. They don't belong Thank to me you. anymore. They belong to the family. They belong to the fam. Got it. Nice. Caleb, you were you were toting around some giant concoction or something. Yeah, no you way. Were. Never. You were. Uh, so I'm just ah! doing a. Oh my god! A, a bourbon uh, and lemonade uh, in my Darth Vader tiki glass that ah! Michael got me for Christmas. So, oh, cool. Oh thank God, you, Michael. So oh, yes. Thank you, Michael, for the wonderful gifts. I was oh, thrilled. He loves, he, he knows me so well. He does. <laughs> That's, and it matches your ensemble. It does it kind of, right? Nice. That was yeah. unintentional. That was a, yeah, that was an accident. But uh, Darth Vader's always dressed for dinner. Yes. <laughs> Say, there's my little. Look, I look like Leo. I'm Leo. So, uh, my my son got me a a, a Christmas gift basically because he knows me so well. He got me a mug, a glass, actually, oh. uh, like a tin glass to use. Yeah. So. Probably <laughs> whiskey. Probably whiskey. Oh, probably whiskey. That is so <laughs> probably <cute>. whiskey mug. <laughs> so. It's a perfect mug, and he's and he's right. It yeah. is probably whiskey. So, and that is called an enamel cup, Neil. Enamel cup. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it is currently holding. This is really sweet, actually. Um, you know, the Roxy Movie Theater in downtown Santa Rosa. Uh, some Love of the managers. That place. It's a it's a fun place. Yes, we we tend Love to broadcast from the basement there sometimes. <laughs> but yes. uh, the uh, some of the managers got together and actually bought me some uh, some whiskey. No, so, nice. I know. So they got me, and it's a local one from Hillsburg oh called Lost God. Republic. Lost Republic. <gasps> yes, yeah. So I know well, it's a beautiful bottle. It is. So I'm drinking some of this Lost Republic whiskey uh, along with some ingredients that would make a old fashioned. So that's what I am doing currently. Oh, they know you so well. You like a nice, and it's good whiskey. You like it, like uh, yeah. So far, so like, good. Yeah. I do. Wow. I do think we need when this COVID thing is is done. We need to do that whole whiskey tour of Sonoma County because there's several. Yeah, um, so distilleries yeah, around here. I'll definitely like spit that <laughs> <laughs> because I will. I don't have. I yeah. I just don't think I'd have the palate to be like the nuance of this whiskey. I'm just going to scrape my tongue and say it burns like fire for everything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Scott will enjoy it. Yeah. So maybe I'll drive. There you go. There you go. All right, everyone. Our first cheers, cheers of the year. Twenty twenty one. whiskey. <laughs> All right. So who is joining us today? All of our friends, our wonderful chat friends. Who's up there? Starting. Starting with Miss Macy, Space Face hey, herself, and the wonderful Michael. Welcome, Hi, Michael. Michael. Hello. And of course, we have Hungry Boy, all the way from Australia. What up? Hungry Boy. It's Australia for beer. Is that what they used to do? Right? Like yeah, Foster's? Hungry Boy. Hungry Boy. Yeah, <laughs> boy is Australian for beer. Yeah. Beer. Perfect. Austra- like, I got to get my accent down. You got to get it together. Like I, I like I like beer. Yeah. Oh my god! Stop! No! No like! No like! <laughs> like! Don't be such a dick. 
my god, I don't know what accent that is now. <laughs> I know that sounds like South African or something. <laughs> I, I'm like one person, just kind of combine it all. One, <laughs> with just the melting pot of of accents. Like a, a Gumby like figure. <laughs> <laughs> Grind it, and we'll see whatever comes out. <laughs> yeah. It's like Neil's sausage language. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's getting weird. With or without casing, I wonder though. So, <laughs> all right. Um, we of course also have Laura with with us and Mindy as well. Which Yay. this week they're gonna be what? Um, let's make them. Uh, I don't even have anything, do I? I thought I had something for him. I don't she know. Doesn't I have got, anything. I got nothing this this week, girl. I, I had something down. I thought, but how about you're just two wonderful ladies you're just <laughs> awesome and we love laura you. and mindy here here yeah there you go okay uh mark from pismo welcome back mark uh, great to see you and and going down i know we have mark from east washington as well hello yes. sir hope you're doing well this new year and enoch is here enoch. Here. yeah all right you and then todd it. there's yeah. todd from the 209 Welcome, Hello, Todd. Todd. Hello, Todd. We are so happy that all of you are with us again. We missed you. We missed you so much. Indeed. You are. Especially, especially Jake's Rump. Jake's Rump missed you most of all. Breaking okay. news. Hungry Boy has a pet bat. <gasps> <laughs> wow. You have a pet bat, Hungry Boy? I love bats. I have... Did you name it big, Wuhan? I have a bat here on my arm, and then some of my tattoo filler you've probably seen i have a lot of bats i i adore them my favorite nocturnal pollinator <laughs> wow yeah and then my of favorite the daytime pollinators, pollinators. That's my and then favorite. my favorite daytime pollinator the bees the bees the yeah. bees knees so hungry boy you just keep increasing in awesomeness and i can't really handle it but we're, I'm, I'm gonna try i'm gonna try you're like hungry boy is the coolest i've got bats <laughs> Hungry Boy is the coolest. <laughs> What's it going to be next? Like, He's like, uh, I have a unicorn. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Also, this is my cat. She has decided to join us as well. That's her tail. Oh, her cat tail. Nice. Yeah. Two kitties. We got two kitties. I don't know what she's doing. She needs to settle down instead of just <sighs> hitting me in the face with her tail. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, sit down, Mouse. <laughs> sit down, Stitches. Stitches. <laughs> That's your name, Stitches, if you haven't met Stitches. Stitches, everyone, everyone, Stitches. Stitches is also a nice kitty. Oh, she's the best. So what other what pollinators a- could we choose from for during the evening hours and night? Sure, there's something. Sure, there's something <laughs> good out there. Oh, okay. Not, yeah. But we like bats the best. I, I mean, bats are amazing. One of the theoretically five species essential to human survival. Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. And bees, of course, we all know the date that how important yep. the bees are. Bees during bats. the daytime. Yep. Okay, bees and bats, moths and bats. Oh, the, the other night- nighttime pollinator. Yeah, nighttime pollinator. Oh, moths are great. I feel like I just alienated the moth crowd because I love Mothman. Hmm. Like he's the best nighttime pollinator. I think he's working harder than any other nighttime pollinator out there. I I used to be one, but then I got old and tired, so I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> nighttime but- pollinator. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still tell stories about you. Yeah, they do. Yeah, except he got arrested one too many times. So. 
They were like, you're not a pollinator. Stop it. What well, you're doing is just obscene. Oddly enough, they like it worse when you do it during the daytime, which is kind of weird. So especially especially in a school zone, like don't go anywhere near that. So no, like, no. sir, leave the stamen alone. <laughs> <laughs> We've told you many, many, many times. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> okay, so I, we have to go. So in two weeks, Sandra, did you watch anything fun in two weeks? I did. I watched a few things. Um, anything you can share? Yes, I watched a few things. I watched, most importantly, I watched one of my favorite movies of 2020, Come to Daddy. Um, okay. Fabulous movie. You guys have to watch it. It is um, Elijah Wood. Is of course by the people that brought us the greasy strangler. Don't compare it. I mean, they're not comparable. It it's comparable in a sense that it's weird, it's dry, and it's dark. And I just love that these people want to make really like weird fucking movies. I just love that. That they're like, no, we're just gonna make some weird shit and see what happens. And it's like awesome. I love it. Um, I watched, I watched what I watch. There's still a few things that I didn't quite get to on my list, which is a bummer. Um, I watched run with Sarah Paulson in it on Hulu. Mm. Okay. Uh, I love her. She's fabulous. Um, yep. movies, a little predictable, but it was still really well acted. Um, I did enjoy that. I watched black box, which is one of those welcome to the bloom house films. So I've only missing one now and it was good. And it has Felisa Rasad in it. You know, oh. I was just, I was like, oh, hello, ma'am. I know she still works a lot, but I don't know. It was just interesting that she was there. And I watched Soul, the new Disney Pixar oh, film. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Wow. Um, it's included with your subscription if you have Disney+. Yeah. Plus. And, um, of course, I would have much rather have seen it on the big screen. That's neither here nor there, though. So I did watch it, and it's beautiful. Wonderful. Mwah. Chef's kiss. John baptiste Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. Caleb, who's apparently going to prom tonight, <laughs> he's got his tux and his lights. He's set. This is, this is my New Year's tux. Jeez. Oh. This is New Year's tux. New Year's Jeez. tux. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, you know, nothing, you know, shows were watched, movies were watched, books were read, but, you know, nothing that, like, really jumped out there and said, I need to talk about this. So I need to talk to you. <laughs> I, yeah. I will. I will give Neil my time. <laughs> oh wow! Dang. Wow, no one does that. <laughs> You're gifting me. I know. Ever. Never. Ever. <laughs> Caleb's gifting me time. Okay. Um, so I watch. Okay, um, Caleb. I, I've been. I have started uh, Queen's Gambit. So oh, I'm four nice. or five episodes into that. Very good so far. Okay, um, excellent. I made the huge mistake of watching the new wonder woman film so oh, i don't know if anyone else wasn't is, good i i okay i'm not a superhero guy to begin with so it isn't like you know so that we should genre take your advice with right. a grain of salt yeah. however i was watching with my wife who isn't that's like all she watches like our yeah, she's, she's i mean she's a huge avengers but she and she does dc the dc ones she loves the wonder woman film the first one me too so, yeah so christmas day we're watching it and it then it, and it's over and I look over to her and I go, so that was really lame, right? And she's like, looks at me and goes, that was so lame. <gasps> so oh, she no. agreed with me, which kind of, I think, hopefully makes my feelings a little more validated. 
in that yeah. I just thought it was a ridiculous story and bo- quite honestly boring. So, but oh, bummer! I'm kind of curious bummer, if anyone bummer. else watched it, what they thought about it. But but yeah. then Michael just chimed in; he liked it. <laughs> so okay, but <laughs> take so the good, go. take the bad. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I it was yeah. Bleh. So anyway, unfortunately, it would have been a lot better if AT and T had you know, I, you know, I, I don't fault AT and T. I guess I should say for taking that film, just shoving it, you know, both on movie theaters and you know the 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 what do you call it, the HBO Max. You know, because right. they have to get some money, app. some money here and there with so many theaters being closed. But, you know, it I'm was still, a, I'm, I'm sure it was a lot of people's decision. Yeah. Yeah. But it was on the, you know, the corporate corporate side versus like the, you know, the Warner Brothers side is what I'm saying. But I'm just not happy with them because of the the whole year they decided to go do. But that'll come up in a later discussion, I'm sure. <laughs> so plenty of AT&T bashing to be had in a new year. <laughs> this is only day one. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, and anybody releasing films in such a way, it's going to have an issue with it. I hope. I mean, you yeah. know, some of these films definitely, I mean, you know, watching so many movies now at home, you're like, wow, that would have been a lot better on the big screen. I mean, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And that was so. um, one of the things producer Scott and I both said about Soul is it's got mm. this beautiful, um, like, score that's written by one of my favorite musicians, Trent Reznor and um, Atticus from Nine Inch Nails. And then, of course, John Baptiste does like the piano stuff and it's like just just beautiful sound and it's like this would have been really cool to hear like in theater sound it was a bummer that's a little bit of a bummer yeah right yeah all right um and that and otherwise i think i'm i know i watch more but i can't remember it all so <laughs> i know it was so long ago can move along yeah okay um and then finally new subscribers new subscribers um, we have a Sandra Wheelbrenner. Sandra Wheelbrenner. That's which, not me. I noticed <laughs> that Sandra, um, by the way, everyone, Hungry Boy, our good friend Hungry Boy has got his own channel where he posts some of his artwork and he's been doing uh, um, a story that he's been writing basically along with other fun things and talking about which some faulty awesome. films. Yeah, really good stuff. But this Sandra lady had um, commented on a bunch of, on his Fulci episodes. So I don't know if, you know, Hungry because of you, we got Sandra. If that's the case, God bless you. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> so may the dark lord bless you. Yes, thank you. There you go. Yeah. Whatever God that you know that you uh tie your hitch your wagon to. So um, and then finally there's a Larry Mountain High. Larry Mountain oh, High. That's a sick name. I like I know, it. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I like the name Sandra because that's my name. Because that's so. your name. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are not doing a This Week in Entertainment History because we need time for something else we're doing later on in the show. So yeah. we will we will possibly pick that up again uh, next week. So Oh, Jake is going to... I feel like Jake is going to leave, and I'm upset because he said that, <laughs> that we're not doing This Week in Entertainment, and he just, like, stood up. Like, <laughs> Hair flip. Like, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> He's I like, I'm out of here. goddamn movies. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Look at him. Look at his spots. He's so cute. Okay. I'm sorry. He's a cutie. Um, oh, hey, look. We have, we have it's a family uh, affair now. Oh, Nicole's here. Nicole's here. Nicole. Hello. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So, should we talk about tonight? Um, let's talk about three New Year's Eve films. Yes. Yeah, so we each picked a little film. Uh, nothing new. 
So I guess, can we be spoilery? Are we going to be spoilery with these movies? I think so. I think we'll just yeah. jump on through them and say whether they're good or not. We picked 1980's Terror Train. We picked 1983's Trading Places and 1995's Four Rooms. Um, so this is a pretty exciting little... Oh, oh, sorry. One minute, says Neil. I have to leave? <laughs> well, always got to let Jake out. Jake wants Jake, to go. Jake is must have okay? needed out. Oh, yeah, I said let him out. Sorry. Okay. He was upset and he wanted to leave. I understand. I understand completely. <laughs> that cat was done angered. <laughs> and then we're going to do a little um, a little replacement for This Week in Entertainment at the end of this segment. So stay tuned for all of these fun things to come. This is your future, people. This is your night. <laughs> um, this is it. This is it. So I'm going to kick us off. What do you guys do think? Right. So 1980s Terror Train is directed by Roger Spottiswode. Sure. <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Anybody we'll give it that. <laughs> so to uh, surmise, this film, the majority of this film takes place three years after a fraternity prank goes horribly wrong. And one student, ends up in the hospital. Um, the six students responsible are picked off during a New Year's Eve costume party on a train. This is one of two films that feature Jamie Lee Curtis tonight. Kind of disappointed we didn't go three for three. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> didn't even think about it when we picked these movies. Nope. Um, so that's kind of like, oh, bummer. <laughs> like, Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Um, we'll just pretend she's in forums. We'll just cast her in some other role. Um, so, I have seen this movie before many times. I greatly enjoy this movie. Uh, I think, well, we'll kind of get to like my favorite thing about it in a little bit. But one of my favorite things about it is David motherfucking Copperfield is in this film. <laughs> if you were like me and you were a small child in the 90s when there was lots of magic specials on TV, I am obsessed with magic. I am obsessed with people who can do magic. I lose my fucking mind when people do magic tricks. Um, and there's nothing bigger than the Copperfield. Though I prefer close-up magic, I do like a large-scale illusion um and he has this great little 70s little helmet little haircut in this film and he's like so brooding he's so brooding he's a major red herring for the killer um yeah so what what did you guys think what'd you think of terror trade talk to me what'd you do kayla what do you think you got you got well this was the first time i'd ever seen it so um uh you know it was it was fun. Um, I, I was not surprised um, about who the who the killer was. I'm not sure if that was supposed to be what well, like, that it's Kenny, sh- like, shocking, you know, or uh, that it's Kenny from the the kid they played a prank on. Yeah, I'm coming yes. back. Okay. Yes, um, but, yeah. I mean, it's pretty known, right? You know, for what it was, I liked it. I, I felt it was very. Um, they did a good job at like isolating all the all the college kids, um, you know, putting them on this train. You know, it's snowing outside and like freezing, so they can't leave. 
some dialogue explains that there's no radio, you know, on the train, so they can't no. call for help or anything. No, nope. um, which was, you know, that was that was a nice touch. Uh, and then the 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 guy who played the conductor, um, oh my god, ben, he's like ben a- Johnson, yeah, uh, is like this awesome like character actor. Done a you know, million like, things. Yeah, I mean, you know, well. Uh, I believe he was in The Wild Bunch, which is a movie that, you know, I really, really like. And if you have not seen it, it's an awesome, bloody Western. You should definitely He's check it out. He's done a lot of Western so, TV and movies yeah. in his day. Yeah. So, um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, very 80, very early 80s, you know, not, not the, not the neon 80s or the, you know, nope. not the, not the nope. new wave weight 80s, but <laughs> Uh, so early eighties, it's practically seventies. How's that? No, no flock of seagulls haircuts. Right. <laughs> no mall girls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it, yeah. it makes sense. I mean, it was it was shot in seventy nine. Like, right. I mean, it's, and it's kind of funny because I mean, Jamie Lee did this and Prom Night. You know, filmed them both in seventy nine. They both came out in eighty. Um, I'm gonna have to be uh, one thing, Mark said um from pismo was that he says it's neither basically it's neither great nor horrible you know but he enjoyed it for what it was and that's kind of how i sit with that one i can't say i'm a a huge fan of terror train um i i it's got too much of the like they don't show you what's the murder you know you know it cuts away or it's kind of that kind of thing um right and it felt it feels a bit formulaic and it's progression how it moves along that kind of thing which definitely um you know i mean obviously at this point in my life you know i mean granted the first time i saw it was a long time ago but i remember you know when you're when you're a younger child you're looking for the you want the kill you want the gore (laughs) you want the boobs (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know he's the boy the boy in me did at the time so anyway um yeah but yeah i mean like like you say sandra though i mean um i oh and we got of course uh Hart Bachner, 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 how you pronounce his last name? Ellis, you know, from Die Hard. He's, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his name. (laughs) He's kind of the main, the main jerk, I guess, you know. Uh, Right. He's so awful. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. He's the biggest dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate him. I hate him, like, in this movie and in that movie. I have to say there's like some things about this movie that kind of endears it to me. Um, first of all, I, I love, I love Jamie Lee, but mm-hmm. I love that it's set on a train because they feel like, you know, this was, and they talk about it. This is kind of a turning point where people weren't going to be on trains as much. And it's, you know, kind of old school throwback ish that they set like, um you know, this film on a train and it's just kind of a bygone era. Like, it's kind of sweet, you know, that it's like a train. Because who takes trains anymore? Even the kids on that, they're just taking the train for fun at that point in 1980. Um, so there's something kind of cool. And you have, like, you know, the old <laughs> school train guys and these young kids and stuff. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting generational look at something. I love that the train's name is Roscoe's Folly as well. What a great name for yes, a Yes, Roscoe's train. Folly, yep. <laughs> um, my favorite, favorite thing about this movie, 100%, is Derek McKinnon, who plays Kenny, who is, of course, the killer. So Derek did most of his own stunts for this film, which is really fucking cool. And 
he was a real life drag performer um, in the seventies and the eighties. And I love that. I love that he is the killer who is a drag queen who did his own stunts. I'm like, this is so fucking iconic. Like that is the coolest thing. Um, and a lot of people who are like uh, in the drag community or in the queer community, they have a little bit of a, a love for this film because of that. And I don't know. I just feel like he should be a little bit more um, appreciated for how, how cool and different that was that he was doing that at the time. And of course, he is a great uh, female illusionist. <laughs> I think he. I think he looks great, and it's also really fun because there's kind of this magic theme of you know, like a magic trick happens right in front of your eyes, but you don't see it. You know, because you're looking for something else, and that's of course you know his character is there the whole time, but right. You think just the magician's assistant and. And a whole lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I would say I was not surprised by that at all. Like, I immediately (laughs) went, that's the one. (laughs) Uh, And yet, you know, still enjoyed it. I I did wish that I had, like, watched it with a group. You know, I would have loved to have seen it, like, with you guys or. Oh, yeah. Because there's some uh, great things. In an auditorium. But um, yeah. Yeah. There's some great little cheesy things like that are fun to watch with people when you watch this. Like all the just frat bros you fucking hate, you make fun of through the whole thing. And they wear those little pointy hats. Do frat people still wear those little hats? I don't know. know. The little hats crack. (laughs) Those are the the pledges. The pledges were wearing those hats. Those little hats crack me up, and especially at the beginning when they're trying to talk like all sexy about these like women they're going to score, and it's like <laughs> you're wearing a small pointed hat. You do realize this is yeah. funny, and then of course you know poor Kenny, he's like ah, ah twirling around in the chiffon. Why, you know? why was he doing that? That was my one my one. Yeah, he question. was wigging out, man. Why was he twirling? <laughs> it, it, he sounded like he's a toxic twirling. Avenger. By the yes, end, yes. it was all. It was all. It starts off his regular voice. By the end, it's all. It's like you know, going around in circles. Yeah, it's just like seeing a seeing a dead body in the bed was you know it flipped his wig. He couldn't decide which way to run, so he just goes in circles like in the bed. Yeah, he's gonna have um, he's gonna have some problems, and clearly he does. Um, I also really like how I mean Jamie Lee often plays really cool characters but especially in this one 1980 she really stands up to dock the asshole and mm-hmm. stuff like that and she's just kind of like just kind of doesn't take shit like from him and stuff and it just always makes me like yeah good girl and she's never forgiven him for being such an asshole and her part in that prank and stuff i don't know she right. just has conviction i appreciate it yeah yeah no it was nice that she wasn't like the the, the damsel in distress, you know, she, um, there's only a few times that she quivers when she could have run. It's fine, but right. she's not a train. No, but you know, I mean, but being when that, when that movie came out though, that seemed like that's kind of all there was. And that was kind of nice that, you know, yeah. they didn't, they didn't follow that trope. So, and there was yeah. also one scene where she like sort of grabbed a hanger and I was like, Oh shit, are we going to get like a Halloween movie moment? Yeah. You know? <laughs> She is like, oh, she's weapon. Improvise a weapon. a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
true. She has that's her signature uh, move, I guess. <laughs> the wire hanger. No wire hangers ever. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm really glad that you guys watched this movie. I do agree. I wish we could have watched it together. It certainly amplifies the fun. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a sweet movie to me. Sweet little film. Sweet little sweet, thing. Sweet little film made up in in Canada, up north yep. in the Great White yes. North. So. Yeah. <laughs> there is a one scene where Jamie Lee Curtis's boyfriend, I can't remember his name, but he said a couple, there was like Mo. one line that he delivers where it, his Canadian accent came through so hard. Yeah. <laughs> that I went like, up oh, Canadian film. <laughs> I think I remember that too, Kayla. Med I think students. I recall that. Yeah. So I I should have written it down what that line was, but yeah. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> I also love his. Oh, I love the weird 1980 costumes that the kids are wearing too. Some of mm. them are so like they're like from a package and stuff, and it's like I don't know. Like he's a parrot. It's like <laughs> it's like I'm a frat guy and a parrot. <laughs> like, I don't know. I love it, and of course uh, the guy who's like an alligator. And, yeah. <laughs> so how about you haven't talked really too much about i mean like actual david copperfield like being on this train like his role like how they why they got david copperfield to come on right. and actually do this and the, the significance of it i guess i mean i don't know like i thought i mean he's a real magician i don't know exactly i I, just, I felt that and i did have this thought that um college kids drinking and then suddenly wanting to like just sit down uh and stop their partying and stop their sexing you know yeah. to watch a, ma- a magician that was like that was a bold was choice <laughs> well and he director. even called he even says that he's like why the fuck am i even here like right. yeah yeah he's it a was... serious performer <laughs> He was oh rocking gosh, that polyester, I baby. My lips, so I have to fix it. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> your lips. <laughs> now you have to wash your hands and your whole face for twenty seconds. No, it's Damn okay. It's, no one else. Damn it, here. Sandra! This is a live show. It's all good. We're good. <laughs> I fixed it. I fixed it. Yeah, David good job. Field. God bless him. God bless the man. <laughs> God bless him. You know, he was at one of those events we went to a couple years ago in <gasps> Vegas. At the no. for what for I think it was a Lionsgate thing. He was there. I don't remember why he was there, but at their cocktail thing. So if it was oh. Lionsgate, it was probably for catch, not catch me if you can the the magician yeah. one. They because he was a producer, like a consulting producer on that film. Uh, well, oh. I'm I'm blanking on the names of that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no. Now, now now you see me. See me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe that that's, was it. Yeah. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah. Would be my guess, just off the top of my head. Got it. Well, thank cool. you, guys. Terror Train. Thank you, Terror Train. All right, so Caleb, your choice was next, right? I, I don't even remember what I chose anymore. What was my choice? <laughs> you picked trading you places. Technically, we're trading places. All right, trading places. <laughs> We've got a. It could have been either one. I just didn't remember. It was two weeks ago, you guys. Give me a break. That's like a year ago. <laughs> It was. Uh, Trading Places, a 1983 uh, movie directed by John Landis, um, starring Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, This was Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy's second movie, by the way. 
Oh, was it only the second? Second movie. Second. Wow. Um, uh, anyway, you've got uh, uh, two rich um, <laughs> stockbroker. They, they, they have a stock house that, that decide that they're going to place this bet. They're going to place this bet about nurture, nature versus nurture, whether or not someone that has had everything handed to him, Dan Aykroyd's character, uh, if you take everything away, will he become bad? And if you you know, give Eddie Murphy's character who came from nothing. Uh, if you suddenly give him everything, will he excel? Um, kind of a silly plot, but you know, very it's, silly. It's, it's, a the, it's the early eighties. We'll, we'll, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll cut it some slack. <laughs> we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. <laughs> um, uh, oh, also has uh, uh, Ralph Bellamy, you know, my, my new little favorite guy from Werewolf and, and Rosemary's Baby. Yep. <laughs> or the Wolfman. Oh, Wolfman. Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> and the brilliant Denholm Elliott. Denholm, yep. Love him. And Donna Michi. We, we do love brother. We do love Marcus Brody, yeah. don't we? <laughs> I love Marcus Brody. I am Marcus Brody. Get lost in my own museum. I love it. <laughs> love it. Follow me. I know the way. way. Ah. Oh my God. So good. Um, he's just such a charming actor and I love his character in this too. Yeah. He's great in this film yeah. for sure. Coleman. Yeah. He's got a great <laughs> Coleman. Yeah. He's got a lot of great lines and he has like a heart. Yeah. All right. So where do you start on this one? Cause I like Caleb, I pretty much, uh, love everything about this film i mean i've seen it i saw it in the theaters when it came out first of all and then i've seen it a hundred thousand times <laughs> since then so i don't um, i don't remember when i saw it, i but i know i didn't see it in the theater i think i saw a taped copy like taped off of tv with the commercials and everything <laughs> you know on, on on vhs yeah mm. um so probably a few years later but I always knew it was funny. I always knew it was hilarious. I mean, it, it, it just, it made me laugh so hard, you know, that, that, that Eddie Murphy is, you know, socking it to the, to the old rich white guys. You know? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like I didn't understand like stock yeah. trading or, you know, what right. commodities right. were or, um, and I read something that neither did Eddie Murphy, you know, like he just followed the script and said his lines yeah. and had really no idea what was going on, but <laughs> <laughs> he did, well, he does a good job of, uh, he acts his way through it for sure. Um, well, this is a movie that I, at some point think I saw this in my childhood, like my parents or somebody was watching it. Um, but it's, it's not been something that. I don't know, really like stuck with me. So this was almost kind of a fresh watch for me. Um, of course, I love the cast. Great cast. Um, I love that some things haven't changed <laughs> as far <laughs> as, you know, racism, homeless, poor people, um, you know, and being tre- treated as less than human by the one percenters. Uh, just all looks a little bit different now, but nothing's really changed. Uh only two big gripes with this film. <laughs> One is it was two hours long. 
which for a comedy or any movie, that's a long runtime for for me. Like, I feel like if you're going to have two hours, I want to feel very like, I don't know, something, something. I, I don't know. So sometimes when movies kind of get into that two hour mark, I start to feel it and I'm like, did we need this to be two hours long? I don't know. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd in blackface, which made me super, super uncomfy. I was very uncomfortable. I was very like, I don't, I wish he would stop doing this. I wish he would stop. But um, he does eventually, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh. You know, there's just some things like that kind of age like milk. Just is what it is. You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, the running time never bothered me. I, I feel that it moves along reasonably well. You know, I, I've never like sat down to watch that movie and went like, gosh, I wish I would hurry up. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did. I was I felt a little draggy no, at times. Yeah. Your, that's wow. your opinion. That's... Um, I thought it was pretty tight, actually, like a pretty decently tight script, in my opinion, and it, I think it paces pretty well. Jamie Lee Curtis playing the uh, wonderful yeah. Ophelia, who, of course, everyone tells her, oh, from Shakespeare. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I think her and Dan Aykroyd, I think, have a really great chemistry. Um, I feel very <sighs> at home, <laughs> you know, with the two of them. You know, I think they okay. just hit it off really well together. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, I think, are really are they so have great, great together. Chemistry, yeah, love the two yeah. of them together. And this, I don't know, this film just flows for me really well. I very much, I've always, always loved it. I don't, it's one of, and like Caleb as a young kid trying to understand commodities trading, and you know, I think I get what they're doing. You know, we, right. we, if someone tells you you got to buy this price, but it's actually a different one after because they cheated, and you have to blah blah yeah, blah. And blah it, but, it, it, I don't know. know. It, it so. seems very weird though that it's like. <laughs> like not real money <laughs> or, or I mean they're dealing with like something intangible and and yet like everything is affected by it and if it goes capitalism up, you know, I, I, yeah I don't know it's it's pretty <laughs> crazy yeah I mean even as a, as a kid I didn't understand it as a, an adult I still don't really understand it but <laughs> yeah yeah the idea is always you want to you know buy low and sell buy low and sell high <laughs> so, yeah I under I get that <laughs> sure sure yeah so. <laughs> There you go. Um, what else? Uh, Dan Aykroyd, I I love his his decline into we'll call it you know insanity basically. Yeah. But by the end when by the end when he's like eating a big thing of salmon through his beard, his all nasty yeah. beard, stuffing it in his yeah. pants it's, or um, shirt or something. I think for a lot of people that's a twenty twenty mood. I think I saw yeah. a lot of people reflected in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know, I, there's a lot of stuff with this film that I just find hysterical. So, <laughs> including her, uh, Jamie, when they go when they go on the train on New Year's, the whole point is part of a New Year's selection for us because the end of it takes place on New Year's. And yeah, yeah. The, the scene that you're talking about, which has the blackface, also has um, Dan Homiliad as a what is Little he, an Irish, Irish like Catholic priest, Catholic guy, or, yeah priest. Right. And Jamie, yeah. Jamie Lee comes in as the. Uh, you know, Inga from Sweden. <laughs> like, and as they say, wearing Lederhosen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, but yeah. you're wearing Lederhosen. Yeah, from Sweden. <laughs> I don't know. I just... So that was because she couldn't do a German-Austrian accent, by the way. <laughs> mm. Tough accent. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 
So, so. <laughs> it adds to the comedy for sure. But, but also, this was originally supposed to be a Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor team up. Yeah. Uh, and Richard Pryor couldn't do it. Um, and it just sort of makes you wonder, like, hmm, what what yeah. would that have been like? <laughs> you know? I do like the two of them together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a good pair. Yeah. They are. I don't know. I, feel, I mean, I, I love those two, but I also <laughs> very much, you know, I very much yeah, love no. Eddie Murphy and Dan a- Aykroyd, Absolutely. So absolutely. This film. Mindy and Laura, I guess, haven't seen this movie, it sounds like, which I know we've shown this at the cult film series at least once. Um, so I'm surprised. But I guess they, they like to not show up to the... They only, they're like the horror people. They don't ever come to the comedies. <laughs> and they don't like Mel Brooks, Feel that. Which, which infuriates me. At least Mindy doesn't. I think it's Mindy who doesn't. So. But one day I'm going to tie Mindy down to a theater seat and <laughs> crank her eyes open with toothpicks. So... <laughs> Make her, watch, yeah. <laughs> make her watch make her watch a Melbourne film the ultra violence that is Mel Brooks <laughs> ultra violence yes <laughs> the deepest yes ah, alright <laughs> so Trading Places we all love it though yeah or no Sandra you like uh, I, I wouldn't say I love it but I really okay. liked it yeah I, enjoy, right. I had a great time have you not seen it before this like I said I I don't I don't know that I did. I don't oh, know okay. that I did. I wonder I think I just kind of absorbed it through osmosis. Got but it. without like having actually watched the film. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you saw it then, for sure. <laughs> for that. sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so our final film in our trilogy of New Year's films is the kooky and and um a weird, not weird, kooky. Well, let's call it kooky. Uh, four rooms, four rooms from 1995. Um, I've got some my, things to say. Okay. My <laughs> <synopsis> <laughs> <says>. <laughs> uh, it is New Year's Eve at the Mon Senor, Senor Hotel, uh, a former Grand Hollywood Hotel now fallen upon hard times. The movie chronicles the slapstick misadventures of Ted, the bellhop played by Tim Roth on his first night on the job. Uh, this movie is an anthology film. It contains four stories uh, written, written, directed by then young you know, directors and writers. You would know some of them, of course, being Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Um, Big names, uh, yeah. Yeah, the other two uh, being Allison Anders and Alexander Rockwell. Um, and it's got four stories. And like we said, it's an anthology. The first one called The Missing Ingredient. The second one called The Wrong Man. The third one called The Misbehaviors, and the fourth being The Man from Hollywood. Sandra, why do you have issue? <laughs> I didn't say I have issue. I okay, said I have why, thoughts. Sorry. What are your thoughts? So this was, um, I think, of the three of us, this was the first time I'd, I'd ever seen this film. I had not seen this. Um, okay. And as, as a big Quentin Tarantino fan and a Robert Rodriguez fan, I was very much like, okay, like, you know, I do want to see this at some point. Um. So I watched it and I had my thoughts and was looking around on the internet. And it seems to be that I am in line with a lot of people that the first two stories are garbage and the second two stories are great. Um, Which, you know, is uh, a thing in anthology is, you know, a lot of people, 
uh, you know, they have those opinions on an anthology. And a lot of directors and stuff don't like to do anthology because the way they tend to be remembered is by the worst one. And, uh. like, uh, you can kind of see that here because I could see a lot of people probably trying to watch this and then they'd be like, I don't like this after the first two stories. Um not that we always care about Rotten Tomatoes, but it has a 13%. I saw a lot of words like career denting. <laughs> things <laughs> People wish they could wipe off their resume. Um, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, it's highly stylized, highly stylized, which I often like. Um, I think it works for the last two. It, everything that I like about this works so well for the last two stories and not for the first two. Um, I really hated that music. That like, better, 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 better. I, I can't stand that shit. Like just personally. <laughs> like so that, that was like. music? Ah! <laughs> 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 I can't do it. Um, Tim Roth, who I love. After watching the first two stories, I was like. Tim Roth, I love you so much. How did you ever work again? And then in the second two stories, he he does a lot better. But his character is just like, kind of like, he's always like wiggling. He's just constantly yes, wiggling. He, is he, does very... this like, he does this like weird walk. <laughs> and um, he does all these like takes to the camera. Lots of mugging. And, you know, part of what was kind of awkward about this is that um, all of the directors directed him. And you can really see who who didn't, I don't know, two out of the four of us <laughs> didn't quite mm, get it. Um, the first two, oh, and Madonna won a Razzie for her role in the first, <laughs> the first one. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say. Like, you want to go story by story, but that's just my which I'd love to go story by story with you. But um, that's just kind of my initial feelings is I fall into the majority camp of too good, too bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, it's no question the last two stories are the strongest for sure. And I mean, the first, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I have to agree with that. I, and my notes exactly say the same thing. Tim Roth, I think I have Twitchy. Yeah, Twitchy. Um, good physical comedy in a shrill voice. So his voice gets pretty high a lot of times in this film. And gets yeah. gets a little shrilly. But he's he, got some... he wears out his welcome pretty quick for me until the second two. I was okay. really I was wincing. I yeah, like... but I mean, but he's got some really he does some really good mannerisms and love with he always kind of taps his hat, you know, cocks his hat forward and has like fun little walk he does when he like you know kind of struts off and stuff. I mean, it's I don't know, it's pretty funny. I, I'm glad you had but... fun. I I did not have fun. Okay, I was, I was, see, I, I fun. I've never seen it, but um, the movie that Quentin Tarantino's the Jerry Lee the Jerry Lewis movie. What's it called? The the bellboy that Quentin Tarantino's oh, talking right. about. Yeah. Yes, I always thought that Tim Roth was sort of doing a Jerry. Lewis, sort of what whatever you know. Because I mean, he was kind of a spazzy actor too, you know. Um, also, doing, could be a little know. annoying. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'm just saying. It, it, you know, it may have been a uh, a bold choice, but you know, it was it was a choice, and and it was consistent. He stuck with it through the entire thing. Yeah, I 
But I, see, I think he doesn't totally stick with it because I think that it works so much better in the third and fourth one. He's not as wiggly and like, <laughs> like pulling all those weird little faces. But it's also um, towards the end of the night, too. You know, like in the beginning, he's like, you know, popped up on caffeine and it's 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 a brand new night. It's It looks like know. a fish that was just landed on like the boat. It's just like... <laughs> or so, one of those like creatures that you put the air in and it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> the first story uh the missing ingredient is about a coven of witches that basically are trying to bring their what what is she their they call her their goddess the god okay up back up or back alive i guess we'll say uh and they're yeah. missing an ingredient which happens to be sperm Spung. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um and then, and of course, the only guy around to help them with that is Tim Roth. And you have Ioni Sky, who is yep. the, that was her charge, was the, supposed, was to, the be, was supposed to be the her sperm. contribution. Right. <laughs> so she walks around, for the most part, topless through the whole movie, or through her segment, excuse me, um, which, so be it. I'm not going to argue with that, but um, it's kind of pointless. I don't, there's really no reason for it necessarily. Um, yeah. The other ladies like topless too, like the whole time. She is. The she, other she, there's only one other. Yeah. Like two of the, yeah, what, two five of, or six are. It's pretty funny. It's like watching. It's like, those were the two that would do nudity. Those, <laughs> those are the <laughs> well, ones that Madonna. read the script and thought, not for this, not for this role. Not for this role. <laughs> yeah. Madonna's like, no, nah, I already, you know, I did know. something yeah. with Willem Dafoe. <laughs> With wax everyone's seen it before. Yeah, everyone's yeah. seen it. Yeah. I just just made a book, so you know, there's enough <laughs> of my yeah. stuff all over the place. She's like, I'm going to shock people by by not doing by not yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my clothes on. <laughs> um, I I don't have any problem with the nudity or whatever. I just I I just found it very very awkward. Like the whole first segment, it it wasn't funny to me like at all. Um. I as as the lit witch, I was a little cringy, like towards the whole thing. Um, it, just the acting, the dialogue was awkward. The framing of the shots were awkward. It was just a lot of like, you know, I'm kind of watching it, and I'm like, what is the what is the point here? I'm not laughing. I'm not having fun. I, I want Tim Roth to stop doing what he's doing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one, The Wrong Man, is the one where Tim Roth, unfortunately, goes to the wrong room to deliver champagne and have a husband and wife that are, you can't even really tell, are they, I mean, are they, are they playing a sex game? Are they yeah, arguing about of, something? They're yes. kind of having like a kinky moment. Okay. Uh, and they have decided to rope him into their kink without his consent. <laughs> Not okay, by the way. Not okay, by the way. There's nothing wrong with kink, but, you know, make sure you got to get everybody's permission on board here, especially the employee, the minimum wage employee. (laughs) It's like, I just, (laughs) I don't know about this. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, This one, yeah, it was another one. It just, it, it just didn't do anything for me. Like the first one, the, the word sounds harsh. The word that just kept coming to mind was amateurish. It just the dialogue felt wow. like something somebody would have written in creative writing, you know, or beginning screenplay when they're like 17 or something like it just it, it didn't pop off like in a shocking way. Wasn't particularly funny. Again, at this point, I'm like, 
Tim Roth, why are you doing this to me? I've always loved you so much. Um, I've always been such a big fan of you, Tim Roth. Why'd you do me dirty like this? Um, yeah, just it's, it just didn't work for me, these first two. Mm-mm. This segment, okay. though, had Jennifer Beals in it, which I'm fully on board. I love her. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay. Caleb loves Jennifer Beals. <laughs> that wipes away all the crimes of bad scripting. <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> um, okay, now we get into the one that Sandra does like. The yes. misbehaviors. Yes. The misbehaviors. This is so, the Robert Rodriguez one. Robert Rodriguez one, yes. This one was a lot of fun, I thought. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. think this one's a ton of fun. The children are so freaking cute. They're adorable. Um I am a I am a huge fan of Antonio Banderas. I love that man. I think he's wonderful. I think a lot of people appreciate him, but I think he's also a little bit underappreciated and a little unsung. So I was fun to see something of his that um, I hadn't seen before. Uh, and of course, you can just tell he and Rodriguez have this great chemistry together because they're playing off of you know this machismo kind of criminal character and like yeah. making it kind of fun and funny like when he like dips his wife and like hits the button on the elevator at the same time you know it's like it actually this is where the over-the-top stylizing started to, to to actually come together for me um tim roth plays well as the foil against these two kids because in this one he's kind of smarmy and kind of mean and kind of sarcastic um, as opposed to just being um, a jumpy squirrel man. And, <laughs> and so that really worked for me. Um, uh, the dead body. I mean, it's so gross. It's so funny. I love how the little girl, he keeps calling her a whore on the phone, a dead whore. And she's like, stop calling her that. And it's like, in 1995, <laughs> she's like, don't slut shame sex workers. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, girl. Um, it's just cute. It's just such a cute segment. It is. No, I, yeah. Yeah. This is it's a lot of fun. Antonio Banderas' character is he's he's pretty cool. For me, that walk that they do <laughs> when they're when they're leaving is like, you know, the walk every parent does when they're leaving their kids behind. <laughs> they're like, yeah. I've got a night on the town. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Sandra, did you talk about the toe sucking? <laughs> Can I talk about no. that or did you already cover that? She did I not didn't cover, cover that. that. I didn't cover that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there was some of the kind of the odd part was there's a lot of feet in this thing. So much so you would think Tarantino had directed this episode. But it did <laughs> so, uh, Producer Scott but said that, especially because it's children, it would have gotten, <laughs> gotten real <laughs> weird real fast. <laughs> yes. But there's a lot of uh, kid feet. There's kid feet and then a, the yeah. kid sucking on his own toe. It's kind of so thing gross. going on. You're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is he doing that? I don't know. Silly little kid. Yeah, he's but. so cute with his little teeth. They're both precious and just sassy, and they're smoking and drinking. It's just so funny because it's, you know, they're. It's just all part of that over the topness that is is very cute. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was a fun episode because yeah. by the end the whole totem is on fire. Everyone's smoking and drinking. And <laughs> it's just like you know. It's like a body. It's the whole bodies, thing. There are syringes. Yes. <laughs> Antonio like, does not it? seem shocked. <laughs> no. You know, like he's kind of expecting this. Yeah. Yep. This is nothing for him. But because of this segment, <laughs> to this day, 
I do look under, try to look under the bed whenever <laughs> I am in a hotel room yes. and lift up the mattress. <laughs> As a true crime aficionado, I know of at least one case. Oh, no. I, of a I body actually, being in a mattress. I it's like knew. confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. I knew, actually knew a lady. This is years ago. She works with my father and she went to Vegas and she actually found a dead prostitute in her, mm-hmm. under her mattress in her hotel room. Yeah, so, yeah, love yeah. it. It's great. She, it's <laughs> horrifying. So. Jesus Christ, that is so traumatizing. Yep. No, it was, it was the whole thing. under my own mattress, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Scott hides them, under there, of course. It's so. where Stitches and Sweetheart hide their bodies. It's only if you start <laughs> smelling like weird feet smell, then you know you're in trouble. Right. So. Yeah, you're in trouble. I love to when he gives them cookies and milk and it's fucking saltines. Saltines. Yeah, that's what I like is that like like again, that really sarcastic kind of mean, bitter, you know, like character the way he's playing the character in that segment. I, I feel like it's just it's just a really nice foil for the kids. It's really nice. Yeah. Okay, and then the final episode is Quentin Tarantino's piece, which is the man from Brilliant. Hollywood. Yes, Brilliant. this one is a lot of fun on this one, for sure. This is, it starts out, the whole thing is, I mean, it's one shot for the first, what? I mean, like eight to ten minutes, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. So, and it's got Bruce Willis and, of course, Quentin. Uncredited Bruce Willis. Uncredited, Uncredited yeah, yeah. But he's very much a big part of that episode. And um, that was because he did it for free. And SAG rules stipulate that mm. you can't do something for free. So, the... The workaround was to just not even be in the credits. Yeah. There you um, go. This one, I feel, uh, has such great movement, has a great pacing, hilarious. The only misstep in it is the weirdly cast Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Likely, she's not in it for very long. Right. She's not a very strong actress. So she's the only one that it's like, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> but... um is is fine um i feel like this i don't know i've of course we all love quentin tarantino's directing in his movies and i feel like he actually i know he just really pulled stuff out of the actors in this one and it it just flowed really nicely yeah and you i mean you can it's the whole that whole story oozes quentin tarantino i mean the the dialogue and the the way it flows (laughs) the whole thing it's weird kathy griffith you know of course she had that little teeny role in pulp fiction also which you're like, why is she in yeah, that? Like, there's obviously yeah. something there between them. They must be friendly, I'm right. guessing, in order for her to keep getting these roles. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, this one it's it's pretty cool because, like, in the, the beginning, the camera goes in and it starts off like where it's looking right at the actor. So the actor is you know face to face with the camera, and then eventually it moves around it, moving all over the room behind the bar as all the actions going on. Bruce Willis is pissed off, throwing tables and. All this, you know, stuff's happening. And, I mean, so you know, it doesn't. Funny in this. God, he's funny in this. It doesn't even cut. I don't think until it goes behind the bar and they all come up to the bar to finally start yeah, talking about. I, I think you're you right. Know, yeah. What's what's going on? So it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. And the yeah. idea, of course, is that they 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 bring poor Tim Roth in there because they basically want him to. They have a bet they're going to do, which is. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the guy from Pulp Fiction. It says, "My name is Paul. And this is between y'all." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, he plays the bartender. But yeah, he's that actor. But uh, he basically like can flick my lighter ten times in a row, and it'll light every time. And if from not, the famous can... Steve McQueen Peter Lorre yes. episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, I just feel yeah, like I said, everything just pops off correctly, 
in this one. This is the last two segments. It's how I wish the whole film had been. You know, it just it's it's like when the Titanic sunk and it's like it was heavy and then it cracked and it was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first two films were the iceberg. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, but so Tim Roth, of course, he has he gets talked into actually chopping off the guy's finger because his thing doesn't light up. And you know, then, it doesn't you know, take much talking once he no. gets once, once, he, once, once the money's right. Money, he knows he's gonna quit. Right. Who hasn't yep. said like at a you know at like a bad job we've all had that's like my last day here. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. I'm gonna <laughs> say what I want, and he actually does it. <laughs> He actually puts his money where his mouth is, and it's so funny. It's just perfect timing. It is. It's good. It's good perfect. editing because it's like flick, chop, boom, <laughs> gone. Grab some and money, of, gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then of course, kind of that post. It's not post credit, but as well, the credits are rolling. They're still kind of doing their bit yeah. of business and carrying on, and yeah. Yep. Trying and to it's. Out. I, I got the feeling that when Quentin wrote it, he obviously he had some. Hollywood personality types in mind that he was kind of, you know, putting on himself and the other, the chopped off finger guy and Bruce Willis that he was kind of like, yeah, because they're so over the top yet real. It's like, you know, those are some real personas he based that on. Some Hollywood types. Probably, yes. I'm sure he did. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. Well, those are what? Three. New Year's films that we say, hey, take a look at these. They're one fashion or another. They are fun films. They happen. (laughs) They happen and they're fun films. And they're, you know, they may not be like, we don't go to do and say, hey, go watch Black Christmas. Go watch Christmas Evil. You know, go watch uh, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know what I mean? We're kind of trying to pick things that stray a little little to the side, out of the box, maybe. Maybe something you haven't seen. Yeah. Right. Though you okay. should still watch Black Christmas. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those movies. I'm just saying <laughs> just those are the popular, the popular ones. No, we so. like off the beaten path a little bit here. That is us. We like to beat that path. All right. Yes. <laughs> so now, now what? What do we segue into? Oh, uh, this is, if you liked <laughs> this here, <laughs> this week in entertainment, you're going to love this segment. Uh, <laughs> this is 2020 in... Review. Yes. The good, the bad. <laughs> there you have it. There you go. 2020 in review. So yeah, we, we basically figured, you know what? It was a hell of a year. We all went through it together. Why not relive one last holy cow? We can't believe we survived that whole thing as a group. So that's what we're yeah. doing. Yeah, because some of this stuff, when you when you hear it, you'll know what we mean. That it's like, that was this year? That felt yeah. like that happened five years ago. Right, <laughs> or yeah. some of this stuff, you'll be like, didn't that happen last week? And it's like, no, that happened in March. And you're like, well, I have no sense of time anymore. Like, I, I think <laughs> most of us don't. Yeah. All right. Are you guys ready for 2020? The year in review. <laughs> the year in review. Fire it up. All right, January. Ah, January. New year, new me, you said back then. (laughs) 
The year kicks off with the worst wildfires in Australian history, destroying over 12 million acres of land. Absolutely devastating. The World Health Organization announces the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan, China, and the first COVID-19 case is confirmed in the U.S. Oh, what's going on? Some of us thought. Others <laughs> didn't notice. Uh, the impeachment. Should we pay attention? <laughs> I think I'll ignore this until it becomes a little bit more in my sphere. Yeah. Does this um, affect me at all? <laughs> this is this going to affect me? This won't affect me. Um, the impeachment trial of President Donald Trump begins. That was this year. I cannot. I, Seriously. I just yeah. can't. Uh, basketball icon Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna and seven others die in a tragic helicopter accident. Um, a, UK, a, a Ukraine bound plane. I got, I totally found this. A Ukraine bound plane crashes shortly after taking off from Tehran's airport. Iran's government later admits it mistakenly shot the plane down. Whoops. And something that I think was just really bizarre that makes sense. (laughs) Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced their intention to step down from the royal family. And that was something that in most of our lifetimes, people didn't do. Yeah. It was like, I think a lot of Americans were like, what do you mean step down? Like, <laughs> how does how does that work? Because we have <laughs> such a Hollywood idea of how loyalty operates. I wonder how Hungry Boy, how he did with those fires over there. And yeah. he's saying he almost had to evacuate. So I wonder, I mean, that seemed, that seemed really devastating. All the footage we were seeing over here with the animals and just the amount of space. So, right. The animals, the people. I mean, we're no strangers to fire in our little hamlet. For sure. But, I mean, just unrelenting in so much country. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next. February. (laughs) (laughs) That was just January. God, now February. Uh, The United Kingdom finally exits the European Union uh, in what has been coined Brexit. Uh, The Kansas City... Breakfast. (laughs) The Kansas City (laughs) Chiefs defeat the San Francisco 49ers in a stunning Super Bowl comeback. Sorry, Niners. Can't believe there's even a Super Bowl. I just don't even fucking remember that happening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Parasite becomes the first non-English language film to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Yeah. I I still need to see that. I haven't seen it either. (laughs) I saw it. Oh, good. (laughs) Some people say it's a horror film. We should watch it together. Um, The Senate votes to acquit President Trump at his impeachment trial. They said nah. Uh, Ahmed Aubrey, a black man, is fatally shot after being pursued by three white civilians in Glynn County, Georgia. Harvey Weinstein is convicted on multiple charges in a high-profile court case. Ugh, Weinstein. Jeez. Uh, Joe Biden wins the South Carolina primary, notching his first win in a run that will eventually gain him the Democratic presidential nomination. I think I've heard of Joe Biden. I remember that. <laughs> you remember that name? I don't know. Sounds, yeah. sounds familiar. Sounds familiar, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, March. March is when the shit really hits the fan. <laughs> Things are going to start getting interesting in the, uh, <laughs> right. in the plot of season 2020. This was kind of, yeah, where things started to go off. 
<laughs> this is yeah the chain comes off at this point okay yeah the world health organization declares covid19 a pandemic a lot and pandemic and a lockdown begins in countries around the world triggering a global economic reaction that causes the worst single day point drop for the dow jones industrial average i remember that good times <laughs> i remember um, that <laughs> Let's see. Uh, racial injustice remains at the forefront of people's minds as Breonna Taylor is killed by police during a botched raid in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, we're still talking about that for God dang sure. Uh, first COVID-19 relief bill is passed in the U.S., of course, uh, the CARES Act, which helped millions of people and businesses. Kind of. <laughs> I can say that for sure. Kind of. Uh, kind of? Yeah. Uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says, hey, yo, I have cool with that. But not in that way. So it totally sounds just like Boris. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Boris, as I'm told that the Brits call him. <laughs> uh, oh my god, yeah, they have some funny. Tom Brady, remember Tom Brady? Uh, he yeah. signed with Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, after, of course, leaving the Patriots. Um, yeah. This is Sandra's favorite. Tiger King becomes a thing. <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> that was that's a wild ride. That Tiger King. <laughs> and Joey then uh, it looks, yeah, right, oh, crazy. And then finally, uh, Yahoo, I guess, celebrates 25 years as being Yahoo. Yahoo. All right, Sandra. Um, and that's another one. March, oh. uh, the people's favorite, the cult show, begins a weekly format. <laughs> oh, most important. Bravo, cult show. Most important. Good show. Good show. Good job. Good job. <laughs> so April gets weird. Um, let's see if anybody remembers this. So, Nova Scotia suffers one of the deadliest mass shooting in Canada's history. I feel like that just really got pushed aside with everything else going on. That did yeah. not, yeah, that did not, um, yeah, that didn't go over how those things usually do. Much of the U.S. is in lockdown mode, with New York hit the hardest by cases of COVID-19. The pandemic has a disproportionate effect on diverse communities, with Black people, Asians, and Latinos affected the most. It continues to hit all economic sectors, with unemployment numbers at 14.7% in the United States, the highest rate and the largest month-over-month -month increase since 19. 40 freaking eight when uh, data was first started to be collected when somebody said should we write this down should we <laughs> yeah should we keep track i feel like i should write this down someplace and someone said eh, i mean if you feel like it um the <laughs> highly anticipated mobile streaming service quibi launches only to shut down six wah, months wah. later uh yeah i i had no plans to to quibi um and I didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, that that thing made no sense to me. And real quick, sorry. Side note, just because Jeffrey Kassenberg, who is like, you know, he's like, he makes these movies for the big screen. At one point, he was like going around touting. Yeah. I mean, literally, I went to an event he did in San Francisco. There was like maybe maybe 20 of us there. And we went to a theater yeah. and he was saying, 3D, 3D, 3D is so great. I mean, talking to a little group of 20 of us. You know, yeah. go to the movies because 3D and I make all my DreamWorks animation films in 3D. And now he's like, Queeby, Queeby. <laughs> you know, it's like 3D, Queeby. You know, I don't know. He likes Whatever. things that rhyme. I guess he and, does. but Yeah. So pretty soon he'll be going, skeezy, skeezy. It's <laughs> yeah. the next big thing. Heebie-jeebie. <laughs> I mean, he'll just keep inventing yeah. things, you know. And then so. people are going to start to actually be like, uh. <laughs> um, okay. Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey. <laughs> Maybe you're just saying things that rhyme. I know. 
Are you are you, are you a little insane, Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't <laughs> say. And then it'll go and they'll just bounce away. Okay. <laughs> All right, May uh, Caleb. May. Um George Floyd is killed after police officer kneels on his neck for over seven minutes, setting off worldwide protests and a racial justice reckoning. I was only yeah. me. Jeez. Uh, political protests calling for democratic leaders and economic reform begin in Belarus, and separate protests erupt in Hong Kong after China votes to impose strict national security legislation. Uh, yes. Costa Rica is the first Central American co- uh, country to legalize same-sex marriage. Good job, Good Costa Rica. Hey, do it. Uh, uh, Cyclone Amphan Amphan <laughs> hits India, mm-hmm. causing significant damage and becoming one of the costliest cyclones recorded uh, in the North Indian Ocean. And finally, right. murder hornets become a thing as they reach <laughs> North America for the first time. Murder God hornets are so rude. They're so rude. They are. How, how dare they? It's like... I mean, it's a our, cool our name. Pants, our proverbial pants were already down. Yeah, and as a meme. Murder ball. hornets were like, <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> Hold my beer, said the murder hornet. Caleb, my pants were not proverbial. They were down. <laughs> so. They're always down. They're always down because they're not on. That's true. Exactly. They're down right now. Nude from the waist down. <laughs> no one can look me below the eyes. When they, they, they <laughs> I don't quite understand. I don't understand. Go now. <laughs> Is that his hand I'm shaking? <laughs> No, no one's okay. ever said that. No June. Said that. <laughs> Are you sure? Pretty sure. Let me think. Pretty sure. It's like a baby arm holding an apple. <laughs> okay. Uh, in June, uh, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern declares the country COVID-free. She's badass. She is. She, badass. is. she, she took yeah. care of guns also damn quick. So good for her. This is a cool check. So uh, I think that COVID came back a little bit though, right? Like it came back a little, but they still, now they're good from what I yeah, understand. They scrubbed it. They, they scrubbed the country. Yes. Peter I Jackson like to came th- over there. And did I like scrubbing. to, th- I was going to say, I like to think that it's the hobbits and the vampires <laughs> living in flatting situations that helped yeah, curb those COVID numbers. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see. Global protests in the wake of George Floyd's killing escalate as citizens call for police reform and justice. Um, I remember those because you guys remember I called you because I got caught in one of those. Yeah, you were like, what's yeah. happening? The traffic I was on the freeway, stopped. stopped on the freeway. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? And you guys looked online for me and said, oh, yeah, there's a we're like, oh, it's a protest bro. going on. Protest, You're going to yep. be stuck. You're going to be stuck for a little just, bit. Sh- just relax. Relax. Just relax. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> um... Let's see. Verizon announces a $10 million commitment, $10 million commitment to organizations focused on social and racial equality. Not AT&T, but Verizon. <laughs> Verizon <laughs> oh, my God. Neil's a bitter bitch. I love it. I love it. Uh, the Supreme Court rules against the Trump administration's attempt to rescind the DACA program uh, in a 5-4 decision. All right. That brings us yeah. through... 
halfway through the year july uh we release our red white and boo episode which you should check out if you haven't it is a goddamn fun thing uh we did that (laughs) Uh, the Trump administration considers banning the social media app TikTok, or as I like to call it, Tiki-Taki, setting off a debate on whether the app poses a security threat to the U.S. You know what? Probably does, but I still like playing on the <laughs> Tiki-Taki, so don't take it away. <laughs> uh, allegations of a to- toxic workplace emerge at the Ellen DeGeneres show. That was big news, because Ellen's always yeah. been like, I'm so nice. I'm Ellen. And <laughs> apparently, uh, well, and some of it is directed at Ellen. Some of it's directed at other, you know, Our producers that were there. Yeah. Yep. And that she didn't, I don't know, just wasn't involved enough. Didn't right. Have, I don't know. Didn't have enough in. Oh, God. Glee actress Naya Rivera drowns in a California lake. That is a fucking horrifying story on so yeah. many levels yeah um thank god our summer's thing. okay yeah yeah right. her little her precious little boy uh beloved tv host regis philbin dies i think a lot of people forgot about Reach passing <laughs> I away did. i did too um and so did my sister and she texted me yesterday and said regis philbin died did we know how do we feel <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not like he was a problematic asshole that I know of. So I guess we're sad. Like, uh, I'm sure like, there's I, stories about him. Yeah. We, we just Philbin. We just Philbin <laughs> stories. I'm sure Kathy Lee's got a couple. Share your about... Regis Philbin stories down below. He's probably, he's um, probably pantless. He never wears pants. <laughs> pantless. <laughs> Antless Philbin, they called him. Uh, the N- <laughs> the NBA resumes its season in a bubble. Um, at Disney World, oh wait, what is this? This sentence is a little funny. The M- the NBA resumes its season in a bubble at comma. Disney World, and there's no comma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at there's Disney a mine. World and Formula One announces it will resume racing. So they said, you know what? We're gonna do some stuff. Uh, beginning with the Rolex Grosse Prevol Ostrich. <laughs> Ostrich. <laughs> I've never been a Formula One gal. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been a racing of any sort of automobile. <laughs> Nor <gal>. I. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, Neil, do you like you watching things race around in a vehicle? No. No. We don't I, like that here at the Cold Show. I, you know I what? A... We're taking a goddamn stand against <laughs> racing automobiles in any way. No, don't do it. It's like the number one most popular sport in the country. So you can't do that. But I did. <laughs> I had a girlfriend. Well, I had a, so I had a girlfriend who loved the racing thing, and then um, I was in Arizona with her at the time, um, and she took me to like a drag race, like not men wearing cl- women's clothes, but like the drag cars, Butter. you know. And yeah. they're like were funny cars. Better. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they would have been better actually. Um, they're very loud. And, and oh my god, it was so loud. I was like, remember sitting there. Hey, she made me try and buy a bunch of alcohol and sneak it in. And of course, I caught us and took it all, so I couldn't even Jesus. drink the alcohol. But then Amateurs. I get there, and, and it's like all these guys, like, Hurray! like I mean, it's so loud, I can't even explain. You're just like, I mean, it was like, and they just drove. This wasn't even driving in a circle. This was just like going from A to B, you know, yeah, for they like go, five yeah. seconds, short distance, yeah, yeah, for like really loud. And I was just like, and everyone else is like. The greatest thing, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? What is wrong with you people? And you're like waiting. You're like, I thought this was like men were gonna look, yeah, we're like fabulous yeah, we're women. They were yeah, gonna lip sync. <laughs> there like, you go. I was 
what a disappointment. I would Neil, Neil was looking for the for the for the Celine Dion impersonator. Uh, Always his favorite <laughs> in any drag show. Yes. <laughs> Where where's my heart must go on? I got my lighter ready. Uh, so yeah. I went to a drag race show uh, here at uh, Sears Point and Finian Raceway, whatever it's called now. Years ago. Yes. Uh, and I walked by James Hetfield, the lead singer of Metallica. Cool. Give me fuel, Has give me absolutely give me fuel, nothing to do <laughs> with the dra- drag racing. <laughs> he loves that fuel. So there fuel. you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's my James Hetfield impression. Um, yeah, I've been to it's a very few... good. Spot on, Sandra. Spot on. Thank you. I'm, well, you know, I have my talents. Um, I've been dragged to a couple of drag races <laughs> as well. And I, I, I don't know. It's weird to me. Um, I don't like the, there's a pollution thing. I don't quite <laughs> like, I don't know how we're okay with it. Like as a people, that's fine. Um, I, <laughs> uh, sure go off, I guess. I participated once in a, in a round one race. Cause bank of America had a thing, a bring your clients one. out in a round, <laughs> round one. So, <laughs> and I got to actually go in the car when they did the racing. So, Stop. Oh my yes. God. They knew you were like not a fan because you're like, oh my God, round it's one. Round one. Yeah. Am I in the, round, the one? round one? <laughs> but you said the right round, baby. Exactly. Yes. This is oh. a pretty car. That's Are we going to go round and round? That's okay. kind of cool that you did that, Neil. Um, they went like 140, 145. They topped out. I'll tell you what, though, when they yeah. get like what appears to be inches between them and the car in front of yeah. them or on the side of them, you're just like, holy, because <laughs> you're going fast. And you're like, Did you like there? sign a waiver? Oh, yeah. We had to sign our life away for sure. We couldn't yeah. hold Bank of America. Uh, you know, we had to hold them harmless. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a so. dangerous, dangerous thing. These fellas and gals do. Yeah. Godspeed. <laughs> okay, we, where are we? We're August. Right. That was uh, July. Yeah. Okay, August. That was Sandra. Uh, so it's me, right? No, it's me. That was you. No, I'm oh, sorry. That was no. Sandra. I I talked about the Grand Prix. You're right. You 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 did the Grand Prix. Yeah, ostrich. Sorry. Yes. Okay. No, ostrich. August. Joe Biden announces Senator Kamala Harris of California as his VP Vice President running mate, making her the first woman of color on a major party ticket. How progressive. Get it, Kamala. Get it, Kamala. Uh, California wildfires rage fueled by dry heat and extreme temperatures showcasing the volatility of climate change. It's a volatility. <laughs> volatility. Did I say that right? I have a hard time with that word. That's a... That's, and say, you're really I can good say, with words. I can say volatile, but... <laughs> Caleb, I've always thought you were like great with words. That one, not so much. I have some words like that too. Um, <laughs> let's see. Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old black man, is left partly paralyzed after police shoot him seven times in the back in front of his three children. Jesus. Um, a huge explosion of ammonium nitrate stored at the dock in a in Beirut kills over 200 people. Jesus. Ugh. 
That was hot. That was a big explosion. Yeah. Um, And then finally, a sudden death of Black Panther actor Chadwick Boseman shocks Hollywood and the cult show right before going live. (laughs) Yeah. No, we were live. We were live. Yeah, we we were were live. live. Because Neil was like, oh my God, you guys. And it was like, are you serious right now? I know. I still, I apologize. I blurted that out. I was, I was shocked. I I literally was shocked. It was horrible news. It's so shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, happened. September. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, passes away at the age of 87 for, uh, for complications of metastatic pancreatic cancer. Um, yes, sir. Love her. Absolutely. Setting off a major, though, political battle, of course, over her replacement. Um, the RBG issue is finally called uh, Pouring from Around the World, paying homage to the, the feminist icon that she was. Uh, President Trump nominates Amy Coney Barrett as RBG's replacement. Uh, and Biden and Trump have their first debate, which highlights bitter exchanges and name-calling and sets off a meme titled, Will You Shut Up, Man? <laughs> in reference to a remark from Biden. Is so. that the one where Trump said, this guy, he got, he wears the biggest mask I've ever seen? Was that that one? <laughs> I just, I, I mean, still, can can you keep track of it all, really? I think because that one was, I mean, it was such like, he, I don't know, he's clearly not great at coming up with insults on the fly, and it was just like really funny. The biggest mask you've ever seen, <laughs> like it's like a boat sail <laughs> swathed yeah. around the man. I don't know, it's funny to me. Uh, so that, that was happened. that was a shit show of a debate. So I remember. Oh that. my god, it yeah. was a. Not our best moment as a country. Um, that's for sure. So October, normally the best month yeah. ever. Maybe <laughs> it was the best. Like, I don't know. I, it's probably the best that came out. Out of this uh, year, the, probably. Yeah. The Senate confirms Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. President Trump and the First Lady test positive for the COVID, in addition to over a dozen others associated with the administration. Yes. A lot of COVID flying around the uh, Because of that Amy Coney uh, event they had. Right. Uh, Two legends in film and music pass away, Sean Connery and Eddie Van Halen. That was the whole thing. And uh, we watched Zardoz because of it. (laughs) Um, The NBA sets a successful example for sports comeback as the season ends with zero positive COVID results. Uh, from players within the Orlando bubble. So very, um, very cool. I also, this isn't totally in there, but um, the, well, I'll just finish this. LeBron James and the LA Lakers go on to defeat the Miami Heat to win the NBA championship. Um, I think of all the things sports did as far as the Black Lives Matter movement goes, of course, some of it's performative, all that jazz, but I think that the WNBA and the NBA did a lot of cool shit for it. So just FYI. Yeah. yeah. They were cool. Yeah. And not and it didn't feel performative, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Uh November. With much anticipation, election day arrives and more Americans vote, including by mail, uh, than in any other election in US history. Joe Biden is eventually declared president elect. Winning both Eventually. the electoral and popular vote. Yep. Uh, Eventually. <laughs> the U.S. formally exits the Paris Agreement. I have a feeling we'll be back. Jeopardy like hosts. We, 
<laughs> we, we're coming back in 2021. Woo! <laughs> if they'll have uh, us back. I know, yeah, right? they might be like, get the fuck out of here, America. Oh, well, you okay, fucking Americans. We don't need you. And it's actually going to be because of your impression of them that they're not going to let us back in. What are you talking about? It's spot on. They're like, Sandra, she's a front file. She can come in. Jeff Hardy, we we have you. Uh, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek dies after battling pancreatic cancer. Hearts break around the world. Yep. Um, uh, India resumes international cricket in Australia for the first time since March. (laughs) Thank God. With, they got their wickets and their crickets. You got the I, wickets. I don't know much about crickets. Don't games take like four to, four days though, or something? Let me know. It could be. I have no idea. Like Sandra said, I know they have the thing called the wicket. That's about. Yeah, that's a about sticky it. wicket. That's all I know. Yeah. The wicket, like the Ewok from the Ewok. Empire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's right. every every team designates a wicket to <laughs> a wicket Warnock. Yes, that's him. Yeah. And uh, they only play on the moon of Endor. That's all they do. That's so right. All right. That's why it takes so many days to play a game because okay. we gotta get all the way there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole yeah. thing. I don't know. Actor is like bitching at you the whole time. <laughs> So. Oh my god, who invited Admiral Akbar anyway? <laughs> what do you mean? He's the best character in the whole damn movie, practically. Oh yeah, everyone's favorite, every child's favorite Star Wars. <laughs> I, have, I had posters on my wall, Admiral Akbar. I have an Admiral Akbar tattoo. That's no, right. I respect the Mon Calamari. I respect the Mon Calamari. <laughs> I eat the Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> you ate Admiral Akbar? You disgust me. Uh, last one. COVID-19 cases across the world are sur- surging to record highs. All right. Uh, finally, December. Uh, the first COVID-19 vaccines are administered in the UK, followed by the US of A. The rollout of the vaccine creates a sense of optimism across the globe as cases continue to surge in the United States. Uh, and, and the role for that matter. Um the Electoral College casts its votes and officially affirms Joe Biden's victory. Uh, just when you thought it was over, it wasn't because a massive explosion rocks downtown Nashville, Tennessee on Christmas Day. Uh, the blast was allegedly intentionally intentional, set by a suicide bomber parked outside the AT&T hub in downtown Nashville, thinking one possible motive might be a uh, protest of the 5G as it relates to cancer. Because we all um, know that... 18 yeah. 5G causes cancer. So, oh my God, Neil, don't even say <laughs> not that. Verizon. <laughs> oh my God, stop. not T-Mobile, just AT&T. No. Okay, 5G um, out of this. <laughs> <laughs> COVID nineteen will go on uh, to kill over 1.6 million people uh, worldwide as of the end of December. I can't uh, even fathom that number. That's one of those numbers that it's like that doesn't. I don't get it. I don't get that number. I can't. Yeah, it's big. It's too big. Yeah. It is. I I don't know. Yeah. If I can't count that high on my fingers and toes, it's not real. And I guess the other thing that's been in here is the, of course, there's that new strain that is now going around that they've uh, found a few cases of thus far in the state. So yeah, let's hope that vaccine gets out there soon and people are willing to get it. I'll but, take it, man. Yeah. I, so I wanted to do a clinical trial. I'm down. Stick yeah, me. absolutely. I'll do it. I'll, I'm, I'm in there. I'm on it. We volunteer's so, tribute. 
<laughs> take me, take me. So that was 2020. We survived it, all of us together. One big happy cult family <laughs> surviving yes. 2020. We did. We did, though. All right. Um, it was a lot. A lot of shit went down, man. I feel like yeah. a lot. I don't know if it was a lot more than other years. I don't know if people were more tuned in than other years. I, I have no idea. It's just it, the passage of time, like I said earlier, certainly made it hinky. Yes. It is hinky. Yeah. It. You know, it's weird. I felt like it took a long time, but at the same time, it also kind of went quickly. I don't know. Right. It was one it's of those weird. weird... I, I can't explain it. Yeah. It was a, a weird warp. But Maybe we're uh, in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Everything we went through will like eventually affect the outcome so that we can like, you know, not actually like well, well at the end we'll just wake up. It'll all be yeah. a bad dream. And it so. will have been the plants. <laughs> it will be the plants. <laughs> the trees. <laughs> it's the trees. Like in that yeah. M night movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hungry Boy just said that one happiness from 2020 for him was that his town finally offered imported Tabasco sauce, for which his fluffy scrambled eggs are exuberantly grateful. So, yes! Yes, congratulations, because as a, I am a consumer of Tabasco, so I wouldn't know how to eat my eggs without it. So congratulations, Same. Hungry. My, except, I love Tabasco. I like the green. Yeah. Mm. I love Tabasco, but my drug of choice is Cholula. She's oh, okay. my girl. She's my woman. Okay. You know, yeah. I've recently actually been digging on a lot of the crystal that that Louisiana one as well. Um, oh. It's got the bluish label, I think. That yeah. is really good. Oh also. yeah, that one's good. I just found guys, that one recently. You guys remember that time we ate hot sauce on the show? <laughs> <laughs> That's a remember that time? memory. <laughs> I remember that. That was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> some good sauces. All right, so. Um, I guess we can wrap it up, right? I think that's that'll do her. Tie a bow on twenty twenty. It's done. Yeah. Any any yeah. resolutions you guys have? Did you guys actually make any? No, I don't do that. No, I don't either. But yeah. I, don't I like that. you know, open theaters, go back to work. You know, <laughs> those right. things all sound good. Keep, Vaccines. Keep, keep doing yeah. the cult show. <laughs> keep doing the cult show. Yeah, I think that just about covers it. You know, okay. So anyways, watch I would, more, watch I would, more movies and TV shows. <laughs> I I resolved that we should hit get a thousand subscribers. How's that? Oh yeah. That How's too. that? At least all get right. at least a thousand. Okay. So, that, so all of you subscribe. out there, you need to go get ten people. We're gonna do a pyramid <laughs> scheme. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Caleb will pay you himself. <laughs> so we're gonna call it the Church of Scientology Cultural <laughs> Edition. It'll be great. It's gonna be great. You'll love it. You're going to meet celebrities. Right. And aliens. <laughs> aliens. And alien celebrities. So, <laughs> Like Neil. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Actually, that guy who blew up the thing in Tennessee, that's one of his other things. Apparently, he had an issue with uh, lizard, lizard elite people. My people. <laughs> really? Your people? So apparently. I, yeah. wow. You know what? You guys, we're going to be here all night if we go down my <laughs> rabbit hole of conspiracy theories about that whole situation. So I think we'd better just not. That'll be next week's episode. Not. Yeah. Sandra's conspiracy theories. Where I, You know, so. I love them and I wear my little tinfoil hat and I go off. So. <laughs> yeah. um, Mindy, right now we have 290 subscribers, Mindy asked. So there you go. We are. We are high in viewers. We are low in subscribers, but that's okay because podcasts. It's okay. We love you. Yeah. We love you all and we appreciate you. So we know 
at some point we'll we'll get there and we'll get you know, we'll just keep doing what we're doing while we have the, the people we love so much with us so and have fun doing it that's have right i'm doing it let's okay. go let's get out of here let's go yeah, isn't that cool, isn't it? <laughs> thank you guys thank you Randy. Australia, be safe, man. Uh, yeah. Enoch, Michael, we love you, Michael. As always. Todd, if I didn't say Todd yet. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs>